say if you go in for a new job, you train them in editing videos, in filmmaking, and you put all that effort in, you give them that lesson, you all the practical tips and steps of what to do, how to do it. When it comes to then carrying out that work, and now they're sat in front of their laptop, and now they've got to apply that lesson that you've given them, instead they start playing games and you're like what are you doing <laughs> hello and they're like well this is what you do with a laptop i'm playing my games and he's like no no you, you meant to do what i've taught you but there's not even a thought to do that but you're thinking no wasn't that everything we did wasn't that work you're like no that was the training for work <laughs> <laughs> so easy for that to happen when you take something just as a religion and not as a path we end up tricking ourselves into thinking that well i'm done i've i've done my my bit towards god towards spirituality that no what you've done is you've just sat down and you've listened to the lesson and now you've got to go and do it Welcome to the Job Ji Sahib podcast. In this episode, we're going to be covering the 15th stanza that Gunanat Dev Ji have blessed us with. What we're going to be focusing on in this body is liberation, is freedom. And if we start with that question that is liberation or let's use the word freedom, is it possible to be free, completely free, whilst we're still living, whilst we're still in this body? Or is that just an illusion? Is that a myth that there is no destination that we can actually reach whilst we're still in this body? Or is there a light where there's freedom sitting for us whilst we're still here? within this body, living amongst this world and today's world. So I'll put this question forward first to whatever comes to the mind of Preacharan Singh that's been joining us every week, that just in a few words, what comes to mind? What does it mean to be free for you, Virji? So first of all, why Guruji ka um, without being technical. Yes. yes yeah. So like, yeah. straight off the bat, I'm thinking, you know, you're free from your ego and the... What, what would it mean for you personally <clears throat> to be free? What would that look like for you day to day? I'd be connected to, to Waigurji inside in every moment. So mm -hmm. whatever comes at us, it, it's, you're able to, um, approach it with that, that lens and that, um that connection so everything just is in place mm. what what do you what do you think would change like what are some of the main points that come to your mind that you think that just that wouldn't be there anymore then that wouldn't be a thing anymore suffering so th there may be suffering in in that worldly sense but it wouldn't be experienced as a suffering so there'd be an inner bliss if you're free. As in you mean there might be suffering in a worldly sense And what you're saying there is that Certain circumstances of life will 
inevitably happen. They will fold out. Yes. You know, people uh, will come into your life, leave, uh, whether that be death or whatever means or whatever reason. And so things are always going to be happening around us, you know, and even to us, to our body too. And, um, but you wouldn't suffer what is going on, yeah. you're saying. Yeah, because you can't escape hukum, which we've discussed in detail yes. in previous episodes, that, you know, those things are there as a, a sensor, it's a sensor for your body or for your mind to say, oh, let's deal with the situation, you know, practically, proactively. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you experience that and the way that you treat that situation, if it's done with the, with the connection with Waiguru, then, then it's approached with bliss, mm-hmm. whatever the situation. And, and then that ultimately is freedom. So I think it's important for us to look at in more detail what are some of those things that Guru Sab is bringing to our bringing to light for us that we'll become free from? Because in this moment, we might not even realize the imprisonment that we are in. We might not even realize what it is that is stopping us from truly being free from suffering and living in that state of bliss. So if we take a few few examples, there's um, not from the slok, but there's a Shabbat where Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji is saying that Ustat Ninda Dautiyage Khoje Pad Nirbana and in this, Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji saying in the Shabbat that Ustat Ninda Dau Tiyage Khoje Pad Nirbana and is referring to here Khoje is when you're yearning and when you are longing and you're seeking for this for this state of nirvana and nirvana is referring to when you are free from your desires and it's always important to understand when we say free from desires that in this life whilst we have this body it's because of the energy of desires that we're able to live. But when, when Guru Sahib talk about being free from it, because even if we look at Gurbani like Satcha Naam Mera Adaro, Sach Naam Adar Mera Jin Sab Gavanya. And then in the second part, it, it says that Karshant Sukhman Ayvasya so here it says that you have now the translation here it says that it it has fulfilled all my desires and it's not that it fulfills us in the sense of that it gives us everything we're desiring that 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 wouldn't be an accurate way of looking at it but what what it's saying is jin ichha sab pujanya pujanya here means when those ichha now, those desires, you have now become conscious where those desires aren't happening to you unconsciously, where you're not even aware there's desires that are running your life, 
these desires, these wants are running, are, are creating my destiny. And I'm unconscious to that. But Ichasapajanya means that now I've I'm already fulfilled. So I don't expect these wants to fulfill me because now I'm fulfilled. Yeah. So now from that place, from a conscious place, I can use the energy from desires to just get certain things and tasks done in this world. Yeah. Because without that, if you look at it again, you know, desire comes from this, this neutral energy and this neutral energy which is helping us to live yeah because without that energy we wouldn't be able to get out of bed and even brush our teeth so that is what is helping us to even get to that point even get to the point of being able to sit up when we initially start our day and make it to the shower room yeah but often when they become something that that becomes that's what we identify with and that's where we're living from that place yeah and it's just making our life go this way that way we're just living from a place of wants and ichasapujanya so if we come back now to ustaninda dautyage khoje pad nirbana and that's what we're seeking we're seeking that state where we're completely conscious and we we know that we are complete we're whole we don't need anything external to can't add on to us can't give us any more and then we're in control you made a video about this Rigi um from the other side of it mm-hmm. that under deshna ag hai manamuk pokna jaye remember we went on the yeah clant hills yes yes is it okay to be ambitious ambitious <laughs> won't go will it no because what's happening is giving whatever we're then doing in life is to try and satisfy ourselves instead and but that can never then become service and that drive will be so difficult for it to become completely righteous because then there's always well what's in it for me then well if it's not giving me this then what's the point even though it might be helping so many people but then that question could always come up that okay well even if it's helping so many people what i'm doing what's the point if it's not giving me something back yeah so that is khojepad nirbana that is that it's khojing it's seeking for that true liberation from those desires thinking those wants are going to complete me and a part of that what the guru has brought to light are these two things and that's ustat and ninda 
So becoming free is also becoming free from praise and slander. When we look at it from that perspective now, we might think, we might have thought we're free. But now when the Guru brings that to light for us, it might help us. It will help us to look at, I'm not as free as I thought. Because of the definition I'm giving of free might be because I think I'm allowed to make my own decisions. If now I weren't allowed to eat a certain something when I was a certain age, and now I can do what I want, I can eat what I want. Mm. Yeah, my parents didn't used to let me um, have a can of Coke or whatever, and now I can, so I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. I used to hide. Uh, I used to hide sweets under my pillow. Yeah, and uh, wait till <laughs> yeah, yeah. parents put me to bed, and then eat them at night time. <laughs> it just reminded me. Yeah, of that. I remember when I was yeah similar to that. I was really young, and um, weren't allowed to drink fizzy drinks, but I would run down in the middle of the night and go and have a can of Sprite or something, and and then everyone's. Wondering how is he putting all of this weight on? You know, <laughs> it doesn't help uh, when you're drinking something so sugary in the middle of the night. Uh, or, you know, like the Guru says that that today you could be uh, loving the pleasure, uh, the, the sweetness of that pleasure, and then it it turns on you, and it's like then there's a bitter. You know, all that weight then I end up, ended up gaining and then you feel uh, unfit. You know, I was getting out of breath more. So anyway, that's a, well, it's not another story in the sense it, it it's what we're talking about. When we hear this word liberation and freedom, what is it? How are we defining that? What def- definition are we giving it in uh, in today's world? And I think it will be different for people depending on their cultures, backgrounds, their age. But that that isn't freedom. Just because now you can make your own choice. And that's a type of freedom. In the that but that's not the freedom and the liberation the guru's talking about. Yeah. For some people that will be important. To just to be able to have that choice, so that's more of reaching a place in your life where you've got a choice. Yeah. So that would be different freedom. But here the guru's talking about ustan ninda That when you are able to to renounce and walk away, that's freedom. But. If you think about today, there's there's a lot of talk about, people talk about the need of um, validation. Um, and, they, and they don't talk about it from that, from that perspective of saying that I need validation. They're saying that I've realized through therapy or somewhere or another that I'm someone that seeks validation. And it seems to be that I'm needing validation in this moment of life. But it's not something that you want to keep. It's something they're working on to go beyond. 
and this this us that will come within that as well so it's it, validation will come from praise within the kind of umbrella term of praise so just for being a certain way always feeling that need that that whether i've got a certain skill or something i need to be validated for that and i need to be reminded oh you know what that was so amazing what you just did the way you just spoke and from reading certain studies that that the guru's talking about here where this this won't serve us being in this way because that's an imprisonment now we're living in that box so now i've given the, the that key of my emotions to other people and i'm waiting i'm waiting for you to tell me how amazing of a speaker that i am for me to now feel good about myself there's nothing wrong with having feedback is different but when you're now reliant on that that is now a complete bondage stuck not liberated at all even the studies that show that instead of that that even with children for them to to do well and better in their education and whether they working towards an exam or whatever it may be and this will continue then even in other aspects of life or adults too that when they start to praise that child for being amazing so say if they say if they've got a certain uh result from a test and you tell them that how amazing they are for getting that result there there there's been studies I've shown they are more likely to do less as well on their next exam because it kind of gives them what happens is it, for one it's a ego booster it, it, the i am starts to kick in and look how amazing i am at doing this and then instead of it's not giving them confidence but it's boosting the ego and then it will give birth to arrogance as well they start looking down at other people but whilst you're so busy at doing that what the study show show uh, was that they don't have they don't put the same amount of effort in anymore and because they now they're not putting the same amount of effort in they're not getting the results yeah so praise literally will it will take you away from progression uh, even if you look at um growth mindset if you look at the studies of that it will show similar things and i found that was very interesting in in what guru sahib is saying to us and obviously guru sahib is telling us because it takes us into those into the ego and then into the vices so what what do you tell your children then uh, tell them you're a flop that's <laughs> 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 no, a joke bro um no so what they say is that you and and what we will read in the studies but because we're going to look at it from the gurmat lens yeah so we're going to add something to it to what they've said and what was shown to them was that you acknowledge or they've used the word praise and let's just use the word acknowledge you acknowledge their effort so if you let them know that 
that was so amazing that the effort that was that had gone into preparing for this test has paid off so you're letting them know it's because of the effort mm. yeah and that way it doesn't give you an ego boost but it but that alone is still not enough from gurmata perspective and i'm not and, and in no shape form of manner am i belittling like you know like the way what these studies are saying because so those are accurate they're showing that's how it works and then they will do a lot better if you're praising their efforts what guru sahib does is adds to that and they'll say that okay i'm going to put this effort in but even the strength for the effort has got to come from you mm. so there's another das in gurbani where it says that uddam karo karavho thakur so if you just look at even the way that's written it's amazing uddam karo here it's first person in saying that okay i make the effort but karavho you thakur provide me with the that strength or it's not even saying provide the word strength isn't used here so to be more accurate what said here is karavho thakur but it's you that is going to cause me to put that effort in as well so what happens there is there there's no space for the i left and that is and that is the difference of when you've got a guru yeah. so i think we were talking about this before and i asked you a question that there's some people that are so self aware and that have got some amazing values in their in their lives and often you see that they're such beautiful human beings they're doing and they, and it's amazing how they are living so consciously and what the guru does is guru talks to us about values which are the virtues and the the, the divine qualities but what a guru does on top of all of that is doesn't leave any ego hanging in there if we follow it though mm. and that's what we were saying before there's times we become so content in just doing our part in the morning reading gurbani going to a kirtan program and in our mind it's so what happens is that we could end up tricking ourselves into believing and a gursik that I used to do sangat with many years ago uh about 10 years ago he would talk about this and we would we end up tricking ourselves into thinking that well i'm done i've i've done my my bit towards god towards spirituality and he said and he would say that no what you've done is you've just sat down and you've listened to the lesson and now you've got to go and do it that's like saying that you know so say if you go in for a new job and then they train you for that job so say if somebody comes into you now you train them 
in editing videos, in filmmaking, and you put all that effort in, you give them that lesson, you all the practical tips and steps of what to do, how to do it. And then when it comes to play, um, um, when it comes to then carrying out that work, and now they're sat in front of their laptop, and now they've got to apply that lesson that you've given them, instead, they start playing games. And they turn around and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello. And they're like, well, this is what you do with a laptop. I'm playing my games. And he's like, no, no, you meant to do what I've taught you. Yeah. And, but there's not even a thought to do that. But you're thinking, no, wasn't that everything we did? Wasn't that work? You're like, no, that was the training for work. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so, there's such a, such a, it's so easy for that to happen when you take something just as a religion and not as a path where you think you've done your part for that religion and and you and this i hear as well some people say well yeah i've I, I got to do my part for my guru to make him happy it's like what no uh, i was listening to a somebody speaking and who was who, who was not a a sikh and he was a spiritual leader in his own kind of, you know, uh, path that they followed. And somebody asked the, the spiritual leader, they said that, so as you being a, you know, spiritual leader, and what, what is it that makes you happy? And is it, is it that you, you are waiting for them is it when they do the practices that makes you happy that you give them? And what he said was, what makes me happy is not so much the practice itself. He goes, the practice is part of it. He said, but is when I see them developing spiritually. Now when they're responding to situations differently. Before when they would get caught out at home when somebody would speak to them a certain way and they would justify their anger and everything else. And now I'm able to see that the practice they are doing, the meditation practices that this person gives them, that they are doing, it, they are now able to start seeing the fruits and they're able to now um, change their whole way and being throughout the day. And he says, that's what it is for me when I see their progression spiritually. He said, it's not that he needs it, he's complete. Right? It, he says, I don't need that to happen for me to be anywhere else. I am where I need to be. Uh, but it's, that's the whole point, is to see that in them. And that's why it's about the, it's, it's, we do the, Barney in the morning, but that's the lesson. 
and then it's time to do now. And so when it comes to, so these are the things then we need to be checking in on ourselves to see if we are being freed, if we're being freed from these things, then it would mean for us to be conscious of not praising somebody else directly in that way. Because today now, even like we didn't need the studies to show us that because we've always spoke about this. I've only known about these studies in the last year or so. And I think even when we did the Slok Malanoma, there were some studies that are shared there as well, but these are, these are different to then. And, but these studies have, you, you know, we, we, it's not that we needed these, but it's always good to have another point of reference for people to be able to refer to. But it's showing that why am I going to do, do something where it's going to set you off in the direction of, of where it's going to not allow you to grow? And when we say grow, we're talking about spiritually. And when, when others talk about growth often in like, you know, we say the worldly, in the worldly context, but, but they're often talking about outer success, external success, how much now, how far they've gone with work, how far, how well they've done in their, somebody's done in their exams, how much money they are making now. Yeah. So we talk, so they might be looking at growth like that. I was speaking, I was speaking to my uh, son this morning and he was talking about exams and tests and we saying that, okay, say if you don't do, don't get the, the marks that you, you feel that you need to go on to wherever in your life. That could be to go it into a certain school or have certain, you know, opportunities that those results are going to provide you with. Is that how you would measure your success? I asked him. That only if you get that, those results, would you then class yourself to be successful? And, and you know, it was, a, it was a really amazing conversation. And the essence was that we spoke about where Guru Sahib is saying that, oh, Padaya Murkha Akhiya. Jit lab lobhankara, jis, maaf karna, jis lab lobhankara, that just because you're educated, you could still be a fool, because you could still be stuck in lab, where your life for you is all about the pleasure of these senses. And that's what lab means, by the way. I don't think it's a translated in this pangti it's gone to greed and and then pride arrogant pride and egotism yeah so yeah but laba means when your whole life is based around how much pleasure you can get through these senses and so if you're stuck in that you could be highly educated but you've not been successful 
you could reach the highest point of your career, but you're stuck in greed and thinking that you even need more to be okay. You've started to look down on other people. You've actually lost the game of life. And you've put all that time in to get to that position in life. A CEO, CEO or something or wherever or whatever. There's another Pangati I, was, I came across. I came across, the way I came across it was through Sahaj Bhatt. And during that sad and and that sad part, I ended up just opening my phone in the middle of the night. It's at two a.m. This is going back about a year ago, longer than a year. I had COVID and I had really high fever, and I was thinking, what you know, just meditate. But then I've just got the habit of reading something, so I thought, okay, I'm not going to read a random article, but I'll read some sad part. I opened up the phone. Even though my mind was saying just meditate, like not, sorry, not the mind as such, but there's something deeper was just saying just meditate. But the mind was just so kind of in that loop of habit, just read something instead. And the pankti that came up was, let me see if I can remember it. Just, just because you could explain something well and you could, you might be able to do that. And just because you can speak well, and but here Guru Sahib is talking about that you can't be saved just because you're a good speaker. You can't be saved just because you can explain something well. And you're not saved and you're not liberated just from reading a whole load of books. But then Guru goes on to say, Kaya the only way you can be purified is with is with that devotion and love. Yeah. And so these are the things that are hindering us from being liberated, that we're we're not able to be free. Constantly waiting until you don't now say that, like I said, there's there's feedback, there's letting somebody know that, you know, keep keep doing the podcast this way because it works and it gets the message out well. And then that allows me to keep focusing on that, to getting that done. But if you start telling me you're amazing for what you do, yeah, that is now... I'm going to start living off that. And it's not going to allow me to grow. So, there's so many things. And even then, even then Linda, even then slander, it, when we hear that somebody's been talking about us, it really brings us down and if it does then we're not liberated yet we're not free so you might be free because you've got now certain choices like we said and um, you can now use your phone whenever you want <laughs> you know and you say well I'm free now 
I can go out whenever I want. Somebody will think, you know what, uh, I couldn't do this, that and the other because I was in this relationship and now I've removed myself from that relationship. I'm free. Yes, they're free in a certain, they're free in one aspect, but the freedom, this freedom is a different type of freedom. So, manne paab hai, mokdwar. And Guru Sahib is saying, those that now become completely in that mode of surrender to their core and that core of listening from and what that you're listening to something that is pure that is love and now you're not listening to these obsessive desires that I'm unconscious about now I'm not listening to the ego that is trying to protect itself and getting angry because of what something someone is saying to it I'm free now from that it doesn't matter what you say to me with your words and I can understand that you know it's what you're experiencing in life that is making you say that and I don't there's nothing there's nothing there for me now to get hurt and it's the identity that gets hurt I'm free from all of that now because yeah. everything starts from the ego everything starts from the identity even when I feel the need to be praised it comes from an identity I'll come a speaker he needs to let me know how amazing I am as a speaker and I'm just living off that now I'm not free yeah that isn't going to determine whether I'm I'm feeling bliss or not yeah. so now coming on from there only when you're in that state of being free can you without even making an effort you naturally start to have this effect on your parvar parvar means family and sadar comes from the word shud shud means pure where even their ways start to become more pure and there's a few ways of looking at that. For naturally, if I'm coming from that place, it's not, I'm not going to be self-centered anymore. It's not going to be all about me anymore. Because I'm free now. That ego is just not there. I understand that my ego is there as a means of serving and it's got a purpose. And so when you come to talk to me now, I'm not going to be thinking this is... I'm not going to be thinking about me there. It's all going to be about you in that moment. Guru Sahib say to us that Mera, Mera, Kar Kar Vigutta. When we're in that state of this is mine, this is mine. How do we get to that point of this is mine? Like whatever relation you are to me, that you could be my son. And I, and, but how do I get to that point of saying this is mine? First, there will be I am. 
your dad. They're your father. Yeah, so there's that identity there. I become unconscious and I start identifying with that just being, become, be, becoming my only reality. And then you're mine. Because as a father, you're mine, my son. Waiguru's right? got nothing to do with it now. Forgotten. Forgotten Waiguru, forgotten the creator. It's out the window. I've done all of this. Yeah? And what happens from that place is that all I'm going to be thinking about is how you, as my son that belongs to me, should be speaking to me. Yeah? And in that way, uh, it doesn't matter then. Just because I think I, I've now started following a certain way, a certain religion, and no matter how much I want you to do that, I can try and force that on you, of that way of living. I can even make you do some of the, the, the rituals. Um, but that... That is so different to what Guru Sahib is saying here, Manne Pravare Sadar. So if we go back to Manne Pravare Sadar. So that is now so different to this. But that's where most people are. They make some changes in their life. They might stop drinking alcohol or something or another. The moment they do that, they might start going Goddara for a little bit. The moment they do that, they look at people around them in their family and they're thinking, I can't believe they are like that. Can't believe they are doing that. Yeah, and it could be not long ago when you were there as well, but you're not even understanding it. You're not even looking at it from how they are like that. And all you're thinking about now is that, well, they should be like this as well. They need to have this as well. Yes, it could come from that. You know, where you wanting, where you, you want good for others. But then there's wanting good for others and it comes from that desperate place. Because they're mine, they need to be now, you know, they, they belong to me. They need to be doing this as well. But instead, it comes from, you're free now. And all that's coming out is this, this oozing love. And compassion, but within love, there's no judgment. Judgment as well. I'm not thinking. I can't believe you are like that. I can't believe you are speaking to me. I can't believe you did that. Being my son, I can't believe you lied to me. That's my identity speaking. <laughs> That's not my compassion. That's because I've got a certain set of values for myself, and I'm not free. I've just got a certain set of values for myself and now I'm, I'm putting them on you and I can't take it that you've not lived by those values that I'm trying to live by. And so now it's killing me because of the mira, mira, kar kar, vigutte, vigutta means, um, vigutta means when you're ruined and you're not, you're not at peace. You're in this turmoil and it's quite, a, it's quite a strange one, isn't it? Like if you think about this, because of, of, of a certain value that they live by, but they, they, they are allowing themselves to be in so much 
suffering because the other person isn't living by it. That means they're not free. They're saying that only if you live by it as well am I going to be okay. That's not freedom. And But this is something else. I'm free. Don't need it, anything from you. And but there's only compassion for you. So now I'm just just listening to you. I'm understanding you. Uh, I'm not thinking but you're my yeah, just speaking. There's love, compassion, there's patience. Yeah. That that will start to have then an effect on you. This isn't guaranteed for everyone. Yeah, because it depends on your your karam uh, as well. So it depends on how much load you've got and if there's a little opening within you. Yeah. If we go deeper, what, what it's saying here is sadar, parvare sadar. Because what you're getting to experience in me now is something pure. So the only thing that is going to save you is, is that purity. And you open your heart to it. You open your heart to that purity and that you're experiencing in here. And you start being purified as well. Like I said, there are going to be those few cases where somebody's so closed and their their karmic web is so heavy they just it doesn't even if you're coming from that place there might be nothing a complete shutdown yeah from their other side but it's okay because you're not even trying you're just being what you are but we're trying to get people to do something that we think we are but we're not <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it. Yeah. yeah. And we're getting frustrated they're not being it. But we're not even that ourselves yet. And we just think we are because we've read about it or heard about it. Some will say Gurbani is deep. Or we can just say Gurbani is the truth. <laughs> yeah. But truth has become deep. Because most of us are floating around at the top. I think it would be good just to let Sangat know they might be they might come across other art to this and so that they, they don't get uh, thrown off to say, oh, because we're not giving any conviction to say this can only mean this. You know, we're just trying to, you know, uh, humble ourselves before the Guru's words. So Sadar can also be translated to support that. When you when you become free, when you've got that liberation within yourself, you will naturally give others the support of God. You will let them become independent. Independent in which way? Independent where you allow them that space to realize that it's only... God and it's only the light inside of them that can be of their true support and that is going to make them feel complete and you allow them to realize it's not anything external that's going to fulfill you it's if you find if you realize your very own 
essence, your jyot, you will just be in love as well. So they, they, in such a natural, effortless way, they give them the support of God. Because when you free yourself and you are now, so th these are all interlinked now. Your tare means you're saved. You can swim now. You're all good. You're not drowning anymore. Not drowning in 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 anger, getting at one of your identities. You're cool. You're free. Yeah. You don't need the praise. The the the, the slander doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah. You're just free. Manetara. And then tare. Gorsik, you will naturally then just people that are around you that have got some sort of openness about them. They might not have, but or, and then the shift might come, and uh, where you then naturally just help others to tare to teach them how to swim as well in in this world of attachment, and then gorsik where you connect them and where they become that disciple as well of of the guru of you know the, the, you can even look at it in the of of guru nanak who gives us that truth and then then gives us our connects us to that ultimate guru who, who is whose voice is the same as guru nanak's that is inside of us because that is referred to the guru as well you know and some people will say well if if guru is spelled a certain way then it's only referring to that particular guru the voice inside of you or but ultimately that's irrelevant if we were to be so technical because the Guru's word, the inside word, is all the same anyway. So it doesn't matter who we refer to in that in, in that sense. Manna nanak pavaha na And those in that state of manna of complete surrender and devotion to that internal guru is they they won't be Nanak, Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying, Babahe. Babahe means wandering, lost, uh, and begging. Bik means begging. Meaning, uh, when you're now connected, you won't go around, you won't need that need for running around to others to try and tell you, what do I do now? You know, uh, keep getting. Uh, this situation keeps coming up. What do I do now? Yeah, there's a there's a place for that. There's a time for that. You know, when we we, we put that forward to the sangat or whoever. But this is talking about manne, just pure connection. Yeah, you, you don't need to go around begging how to escape from your suffering anymore. You know, you, you won't suffer anymore because you're you're following that. You're coming from that place, from your from that divinity is guiding you. So there's no one, there's no need for you to go around begging from others that, and, and the thing is we end up begging before those that are stuck themselves, often in time. That doesn't mean for, for people not to go and talk to someone. Yeah. But I would say even when you go and talk to someone is is be seeking to know the truth. That way then 
then why guru is guiding you to to give you the truth even through others whoever you end up with yeah um there's so much we can just you know each pankti you can you can make it into a topic in its own self um but you know let let i think let's the other points that we made our focal point in this let let's that let's allow that to speak out loud otherwise if we just then make this into another topic it'll just you know i think drown that out asa naam niranjan hoye such is the name of the immaculate one and that name is that that current sound inside of us that all knowing intelligence that is just working and doing its thing perfectly without discriminating it might not be what we like <laughs> the way it happens on that realm of you know this on the on, on that realm of matter of things might not fold out the way we want them to fold out but they're happening as the laws are set and uh and the spiritual game is all about jeko man jane are we able to accept the way it's folding out and remain still from inside and not get caught man ko ekrusavs only very few minds that are able to do that is to remain in that 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 way of living of not getting caught out in the non-acceptance to the way things are folding out yeah. we might say they are folding out the way they are meant to be it's so important for people to understand they are folding out accordingly to the ways of the creator are based on also the steps that we are taking are we able to accept our own steps the way they fold out you know and and, and that's the thing mm-hmm. and the way things around us are as well there we have it that's the char manne diyan paudiyan the four stanzas based on manne based on devotion that devotion which is made up of surrender that internal surrender which doesn't mean to do nothing it means that you're now operating from a very very clear place not based on your likes dislikes your your traumas just from a place of clarity that surrender and that's where surrender takes you to a clear space and then plus there's that love i i like to always add that there's there's compassion there as well because there's always that sense of wanting wanting the the good for others being in that state is is where we would when we get to that place 
is when things, when life becomes just this beautiful dance. So from the, in the next session, we'll be moving on to Panch Paravan and yeah, looking forward to what, what is Panch? I'm not going to spoil it now. You'll have to come back to find out what Panch is. What does it sound like? Uh, you can have, you start thinking about it, start pondering on it. So there we go. Why Guruji Ka Khalsa? Why Guruji Ki Fateh? If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.